Okay, we're learning Daf Samach Beis. We're starting from the bottom of Samach Aleph on the Beis. Five lines up where the Gemara says, Tanat Hasim. And we discussed yesterday what the occurrence that can happen in the Beis of Mikdash when multiple um, animals are going to be used to get the blood for all the matanas, for all the blood applications of Yom Kippur. We know we came out, there's so many different blood applications that are done. Um, we have the Achzma V'Shavah Lamata done on inside the Kosher Kedoshim from the Par and the Sar. We have the Achzma V'Shavah Lamata done on the Parochas from the Par and the Sar. Where they're mixed together. They're applied on the Mizbeach, the four corners, and on the surface area. So there's a lot of different things. And we discussed that what, what happens if the blood spills in the middle. So we had two different views. We have Rabbi Meir's opinion. And Rabbi Meir's opinion is that each set has to be done by only one animal. So if the blood spills in the middle of the set and you're slaughtering another bull... To bring another chato, so you have to start from the beginning of the set. But you don't have to go back to the previous set. That was Rabbi Meir's opinion. Then Rabbi Shimon said, you "No, know, wherever you like are up to, you could just continue right from that right at that point." That was the the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. So we have the idea that you might, you know, the blood is spilling, you're going to be shackling another pie, right? That's the that's the the, the the idea that can happen here. Now that could happen to the um, that can happen to the pie. We're going to see it could happen to the sar sar as well, right? If the blood would spill, you might have to shackle another sar lashem. So now the Gemara says, "Tananos." All of these uh, are metami begadim and are burned in the base of Deshen. So what are we talking about? We're saying, let's say you have multiple, multiple bulls that you use. You use, let's say, I don't know, two. Let's just keep it simple. Blood's filled in the middle, so you have to get another one. So you have two. You ended up using two powers to achieve all of the, all of the matanas. So normally, what does the Torah say you do with the par? You carry it outside. It's from the chatos that are nisraf and michutz machane. So after you put the imurim on the mizbech, you carry out the meat and to outside the outside the base of mikdash premises. And there's a place called the base hadesh and the burning place where you would burn stuff. And it was matami begadim, the one who carried it out. So here you have two pars that you used. So the, the din is that both pars that you use are subject to that halacha. They should be carried outside the camp and they should be burned. And they're matami begadim. begadim. Only the last one that you used, meaning the one that achieved the last of the hazos, the one that achieved the gemar hakapara, the end, the completion of the atonement. Only that animal is meant to be carried out and, and burned there, and is because of the blia. Now that's an interesting thing because it, it didn't bring all the hazos, right? The, the last one completed it, but it didn't bring all. Of it. So it's an interesting machlokas, right? Now this this machlokas here, the chachamim and Rabbi Shimon, isn't necessarily related to what they argued about. This, in other words, the chachamim are making this point. Let's say it was a very clean split. It was, uh, you know, you had done all the kodesh hakadoshim and the heichol and the parochas ones, and you finished those two sets, and then the blood spilled, so you had to bring another power just for the enemy's back. The chachamim are still going to say. That only the last one is going to be sprinkled, that, that sprinkled on the, that whose blood was sprinkled on the inner Mizbech, only that one is going to be burned with Chutzamach and Metami Begadim, and not the first one. So the laws of Shimon are saying, no matter what, however many you use to, to get to the total amount of, of the 43, all of them that were used have the halacha that they should be burned now that those animals, the carcasses, should be burned outside of the base of Mikdash and Metami Begadim. Interesting Shiloh. So now the Gemara says, that's a case that we're dealing with. That was all with the par. Now, what happens if the blood of the Sa'ir spills? So what would you have to do? You have to bring a new Sa'ir and continue, right? Maybe continue where you're up to, maybe continue from the beginning of the set, but you have to need a new Sa'ir. But the question is, how do you bring a Sa'ir on Yom Kippur? You always have to bring two. And you, bring, you, you have to make Goralos, you have to make the lots, right? You can't just bring a new Sa'ir, it's not like a par, you can just bring a new par. You have to bring two Sa'ir and make a Goral. So if, let's say, the blood spilled and I'm bringing a new Sa'ir, Hashem, that means I'm going to have two, that's also, that's what it means, right? Because you're going to have to bring two, 
and make another lot, and now I'm going to, I have the original Azazel, and I'm going to have this Azazel too. Does that make sense? You know, there's every time you bring the Sar Lashem on Yom Kippur, the way that the process works is that you bring a pair, and then you make a girl to decide which one is Lashem, which one is Azazel. So if the blood spills in the middle, let's say in the middle of the Sar Lashem, so you're going to be, and you already had made the lot, which one was Hashem, which one was Azazel. So you have a Sar Lashem waiting to be sent away. Now you need another Sar Lashem. So what are you going to do? You're going to have another two animals. You're going to cast lots. And then you're going to end up with two Sar Lashem. So the Gemara says, How many goats do you send away? So what, you have to send away the whole herd? So meaning, of course, you don't have to send, you only have to send one. You don't have to send both Lashem. Only one of them has to be sent away. But what, you have to burn your whole herd? Meaning, why is this different than when I have multiple powers? When we had two powers, right? The blood spilled and I was bringing another power. What did we just say? Our blood's Reb Shimon said that all of them are Nisraf and Mechotz and and Metam and They're all treated that they all brought the Kapara. So, just like over there, I see that you could have, even though the Torah says you burn the power if multiple powers were involved, you burn them both. Here, so to here, if I end up with multiple Sarlat Zosos, maybe I send them both away. What's so hard to understand? So the Gemara says, me dummy, said a good comparison, awesome, looks of Oso. By the par, it doesn't say the word Oso. It doesn't say a, spe- a specification of it being one. It's okay. It doesn't say specification of being one. If I ended up using two pars to, 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 to make the, the, the Hazos, so then both of them will be burned. But the point by the says is that it says also also You're going to send it, the one he got outside Lazoso. So we see clearly from the Pasuk that, 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 that you're only going to send one. Is there more of a Lamdish Svar that the Gemara couldn't have, couldn't have said here? I, you would think of a much more Lamdish Svar. You would think that it's very different. When I have two, two powers, the Pshad is both powers were involved in Avoda. That's the point. I was using power one, was involved. Let's say I did eight, eight of the Azos, and then the blood spilled. Now I had to bring another one, and I did the rest of the Azos in the second one. So now both paros, both carcasses brought kapara. So both par- carcasses brought kapara. They're both mechaivas, mech- mech- right from mechotz and mitam and megadim. Friends, here by the Azazel, the point is, I had a sar Azazel. I'm ready to go. I needed a new sar Hashem. In order to make me get my new sar Hashem, I was forced to bring a pair and draw lots, and now I'm stuck with two sar Azazels. I should do an avodah and send away both Hazar Lazazas. Isn't that really why it's different? The Gemara doesn't respond that way. The Gemara makes it more of like a scriptural difference in the language of the Pasuk. But you would think there's a much better point here. But Akopanim, the Gemara is saying, so when I ended up, I needed another Sar Lashem. So I, to, I was compelled to bring another one and cast lots. So but two Sar Lazazas, you only send one of them away. So which one do you send away? Do I send away the first one that was waiting to go? Or do I send away the second one that was chosen now. So the Gemara has a dispute about it. In the first one. In other words, the one that was waiting to go initially. The, the one that was paired with the Sar Lashem, whose blood spilled in the middle. Who sent away the second one. So the Gemara says, I can understand why you sent away the last one. The Iker is the one that the, 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 where the Gemara Kapara comes from. So the Sar Lazazel that was paired with the Sar Lashem that brought about the Gemara Kapara, that's the Iker Sar Lazazel. So that's the second Sar Lashem. So therefore the Iker Lazazel is the one that's paired with the second Sar Lashem. So you send away that one. Why does he hold that Badafka we sent away the first ego? What's the more of the Hashivas of the first one than the second one? In other words, everybody agrees it's only one because the Lazan Lashalach also Azazel. Fine, only one, not two. But why were we particularly choosing the first one over the second one? So the more stuff like Rabbi Yosef, I'm a mitzvah berishon. We all like Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, we prove that there's a concept of mitzvah berishon. That when I could do a mitzvah with two items, that you should always pick the one that was waiting to be used first. 
It's a very interesting svar. In other words, you have two animals. You could send either one lazaza. So you should use the one that, had, that was like originally designated for. We see this as a Yossi. Where do we get this Rebiosi? Where is this far from? Hi, Rebiosi. What Rebiosi are you talking about? Ilum Rebiosi, the Kupos. Maybe it's Rebiosi in the boxes, from, back from Shkolem. It's not. It says in the Mishnah in Shkolem, Rebiosi, Yomir. With the collection of the Shkolem boxes. There were three boxes of three saw, and they would keep all the coins, and they would withdraw the coins from the, from the, from the, from the base of Mikdash. Again, they're using the coins to buy the Karbanas. So three different boxes. They were very makbid that they wrote on, on the boxes an aleph, a base, and a gimel. And what's the what what what's the kpeid over here? The kpeid is Tanya says in the price of Rabbiosi, Lama Kazulim Al Gimel. Why do we care? Lay this memory to Rishon. We want to know which one of them had the coins withdrawn first, the Havi and Rishon, so that with Karbanos should be brought from the from that one first. A mitzvah Rishon, because there's a mitzvah to always use the first one. So meaning there are different times you withdraw the coins. So we want to make sure that the coins that were withdrawn first from the box, that, that we're going to use those coins first to buy animals. So well, what's the pshat? Must be because mitzvah barishon. Those coins were withdrawn first, and if they were withdrawn first, then you should be using them first. So so too, even, though, even if you ended up withdrawing more coins, whatever it is, so now you have different coins you could use. But whatever coins were withdrawn first, you should use those. So the, that's where Biosi's idea. Therefore, we were not going to know which ones were the aleph, which ones were the bays, and which ones were the gimel. So the Gemara's comparison is, we should say the same thing over here. Why don't we say the coins were Biosi? You had a first salah azazel. Now I got a second salah azazel because I need a second salah Hashem. If I need a second salah azazel, Hashem, I had to make another go. So I ended up with a second salah azazel, and I want to know which one should I use. In the region, I should use the first one. Says the Gemara, that's not a good comparison. In that case, at the time that the first one was fit, the later one wasn't fit. What does that mean to say? That the coins that I withdrew first, as soon as you withdraw them, they're right to be used. It's the zman of them to be used to go purchase carbonos. And I didn't, right? At the time, but I didn't do it yet. But they were chazi at a time that only they were. The, second, the box from that, that had the other coins, before they were drawn, they're not chazi for the mitzvah. So the first one became chazi for the mitzvah in a way that the second one was not. Then I say, even if the, chazi, the second one becomes chazi, I should use the first one. Masha'enkin here by the Higots, but the Sarlaz also, at the Zman that finally it's the Zman Aroy Lavoda, they're all together. Yes, the first Sarlaz also was designated first, but it wasn't the Zman of the Avoda of the Sarlaz also. The Zman is very specific. You only send it away after you finish the Avodas in the base of Mekdash. So the Zman, yes, it was, it was like prepared. Appeared ahead of time, but when it's actually going to time for it to be used, I just have both he goes for as well sitting around. So mehechatesi that I should be using the first one just because it was it was around first. So we're still stuck. We don't have a good rabbiosi that should tell us you should use the first seller sorry for azazel. Rabbiosi the pasuk means rabbiosi about the common pasuk. Hanya says in the price of mash pesul avad. Somebody designated common pasuk and then the animal was lost. See, designated another animal instead of the first one. Afterwards, you find the first one. Both of them are around. You could use either one. Right? You have two carbonos now. They could both be a Pasach. One of them is going to be a Pasach. One of them will turn into a Mozart Pasach, which we use as a Shlaman. So how do you decide which one to use? The owner can arbitrarily decide. There's no real clear decision on which one should be used. That's a chachamim. Rabbi Yisrael, mitzvah berisha. No, there's a mitzvah to use the carbon pasach, which everyone was designated first. And if the second one was better than the evian, you should bring the second one. So we see that quality is more important. But if they're both equal, right, if there's not a clear quality difference, then you use the use the first one. What's the pshat? Must be there's a mitzvah berisha. Again, this is before this man. Right? Let's say you lost one, 
and, 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 and he doesn't mean anyone, you find both of them and you still haven't shechted either one. This man hasn't come. Now when this man comes, we say, oh, use the first one because it was designated first. That's a great makar for us. If Rabbi Yossi is emphasizing this, but Barishon so too here. If I had the first salah that was the sa'ir that was designated la'azazel, even if I end up getting a second sa'ir, which is designated la'azazel, I should still use the first sa'ir because mitzvah barishon. That's the idea of what the Gemara is saying. So we end up with the machlokas, which sa'ir I use. So bottom line is, if I end up with two sa'ir la'azazels, I only send away one. But all the pars that were involved in the, in the sprinklings, all of them are machayev, sreifa, beves, hadash, and outside. All right, so now we turn to the sixth parak, which is talking about here the Sarla Zazo. So here we go. The two Higos of Yom Kippur, Mitzvah and Shishnei Shabbat. L'chadchila, the mitzvah is they should be similar. In what sense should they be similar? Bamara, first of all, they should look the same. So Rashi says, meaning they should be the same color animal. The color of the Higos should be the same. Uvakoma, they should have the same height. Uvadamim, they should have the same value. Ulukichasun ke'acha. There's a din that they should be bought in one Maisa meaning you should go to one seller. In one act, <coughs> one transaction, you should buy both he goats. Don't buy one he goat, then again buy another he goat. But in one tra- in one transaction, buy both. So even though lechatchila, that's the din. But even though the mitzvah say they don't end up the same in their appearance, height, or value, but the evidence is still okay. So this din are only lechatchila, not ma'akim. Same thing. If you bought one today and one the next day, meaning he didn't buy them in one transaction, but the evidence is still okay. It's only lechatchila that is be transacted in one. Continues the Mishnah. Mesa Achaman, what happens if one of the one of the goats here dies? If it died before the coin got little cast the lots, so they hadn't decided yet what which one was which. So you just one of them dies, then it's not a big deal. Then you just go buy another one that will be a pair for the second one. So meaning even though the is supposed to buy them together, here it's a Zabadiyavid case, right? Because one of them died, you already have one saying, so you could just bring another one, just pair it together with it. No big deal. But if it died after the Kohen Gadol already made the lots, so that one was already, already, the other one was already chosen. Right? So what do you do? So you have a Zogachar. Now you have to bring another pair, the Yagalang of Atchila, and make new lots on them. The Yomar, he says as follows. If it was the case that the Shem, the Zarl Hashem died, so he says, The one that comes in the second lots that I'm doing, Lashem, should take the place of the one that died. And if the Sarla Zazel died, so the coin says, The one that was, that's going to be chosen, Lazazel, should take the place of the one that died. Now, what happens if that happens? You're going to have two of the opposite type. Let's just give an illustration. Let's say the first way. It was, it was you, right? you brought two, cast lots, Sarla Hashem, Sarla Zazel, and the Sarla Hashem then died. So you have a Sarla Zazel, but the Sarla Hashem died. So you bring another two animals. And you're casting lots, and you're saying the one that shows in Lashem should replace the one the Sar Lashem that died. Okay, great. But now you end up with two Sar Lazaz, right? That's what happens. And again, we're only going to use one. So what what happens to the second to the second animal in that scenario? In other words, the second animal from the second lot, which is not needed because we already have a Sar Lazaz. What do you do? Hashini Yirachi Stoy, but we left the grace until it gets a mom, the macher will be sold to you from the money will go to buy voluntary communal carbonos, which is like used, it's called Ketza Mizbech. When Mizbech is not being used, then they just randomly bring carbonos uh Sibar of Olos. What's the Pshat? Right? Which you don't need. Or not necessarily Mesu it's it's Niskapru Bacheris, I should say. Right? Over here, you really have the other one. It's not necessary. The bottom get cut apart from the other one. So it's normally you would say it's a chatos a mesos. Teretzi she'ein chatos a tibar mesos. Communal chatos not left to die. 
That's that that that's the Tanakama's view. The halacha of chatos 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 so it doesn't apply to a chatos seabor. So in our case, where I'm going to have the extra the extra sarir, it's instead of saying it's left to die, rather we say that it grazes, it gets a mom, and then the damim go lenedava. Rabbi says, no, it is left to die. According to Rabbi the chatas that can't be offered are left to die is true even to a communal chatas. Okay? So the basic principle of the Mishnah, which we're going to see is a theme throughout the parak, is that you, you always, when you're talking about Sarah Lashem or Sarah Lashem, when you do one, you always have to make a gora. You can't be maktish or Sarah Lashem or maktish Sarah Lashem. You have to be maktish too. Chatos, and then you let the girl decide which is which. Even if you only need one, that's just the way that the process has to be done. So now you're going to have the extra one. That was the machlokas. Does it get a din of chatos that, uh, that does not necessarily for kapar and it dies or not? For Oidom Arbita, Arbita said another din. Now this din, we really need the analysis of the Gemara. We can't really understand it. Without the Gemara, we'll see eventually in the Gemara what it means. Nishpach Adam. Let's say the blood from the he goat spilled. I mean, you, you already go there, which one was which. Shechted it, everything's good. But then the blood from the Hegot Hashem spilled and it was never sprinkled. So in that case, what's the din? So obviously you're going to need a star of Hashem. But Rabbi says, the Yom is the Mishtaleach. The Mishtaleach should be left to die. Can't be used. I have to understand why. Mesa Mishtaleach, the star of died before the blood of Hashem could be sprinkled. Then that passes the blood of the star of Hashem. Meaning, it seems like Rabbi is saying, we'll have to see in the Gemara, that they're like always connected to each other. So if something goes wrong in the Avodah, then the other one becomes disqualified as well. Like they always have to be together. The Sarla Azazel needs its pairing of the Sarla Hashem. So if something goes wrong in the Kapar of the Sarla Hashem, then automatically that's its pair of Sarla Azazel is rejected. And if the Sarla Azazel dies before the Sarla Hashem's Avodah is achieved, the Sarla Hashem has blood can't be used. That's what it seems like Rabbi is saying. We'll have to see more about that in the Gemara. That, this last point, Rabbi, is a little tricky. Okay. Says the Gemara, Tanar Abad, top of the Amid base. Yikach says you should take two hegots. So me it's name. We already know if it would have, it didn't have to say two. If it would have just said he should take hegots, the minimum plural of hegots is two. So we would have known it was two, right? That's always the thing. The Torah says a minimum amount in plural language without specifying how many. We know it's two. So Matan Lamishne, why does Torah have to say it's two? It teaches us Yishnei Shavim. They should be like a pair. They should be alike. How do we know that even if they're not alike, it's still but the Eved, okay? Riba. Torah says sought your twice. And that teaches us even if they're not the like, right? The Torah always says it a couple extra times. It says, and it says, also it says, sorry twice. So that teaches us even if they're not the same, but the evidence is still okay. I mean, I'm okay. So basically, they should be the same, but if they're not, it's still okay because it says, sorry twice. So now the Gemara analyzes. Time of the Rabbi it sounds like it's only okay because the Torah said, sorry twice, that's why it's okay. If the Torah not gone, not gone out of its way, to include them, even if it's not, they're not alike. Havamina, I would have said psula, and they're possible. I would have said Hashem said they have to be alike. That thing is ma'ake. Ikuvaminalan says the Gemara. How would I have known they're ma'ake? Meaning the rule, the rule by kachim is if the Torah tells you something once, it's ideal. In order for a din to be ma'ake by kachim, you need shina lavakasav la'ake. The Torah has to say it twice. This is a very rudimentary idea the Gemara Zvachim talks about. Kachim, you need the pasuk to say it twice for ikuv. So why do I need the Torah here to say sa'ir to say it's still but okay? If I don't do it, if they're not alike. I would have known that, that it's okay with the other, because the Torah only said once to, that they should be alike. So the Gemara answer is no. It says it a bunch of times. It says Shnei three times in the Pesukim. So it doesn't only say Shnei. So it says it so many times, it always emphasized that it's two Siri Chatos. So I would have said since it emphasizes so many times, it's Shina Lavakasov Akev. And that's why I needed to say Sa'ir twice to say that it's okay with the Eved if they're not similar. 
So now that the Torah is saying Sawyer so many times, which teaches us that the evidence is okay if they're not the same. So then why does the Torah have to say Shnei so many times? Right? It's like going around in circles here. We know the Torah is saying Lamaisa is good if they're not alike, but the Evit, because it said Sar. So we needed that because it said Shnei so many times. So Lamaisa, though, it is good because it said Sar so many times. So why did it say Shnei so many times? To tell you that all aspects they should be similar in appearance, in height, and in value. Meaning, if it would just would have said one time, I would have said maybe it just means they should have similar value. I don't see necessarily it should have similar height. So it says all the shnees to say that all that they should be similar in, in all regards. And then again, and then again, it says that um, that it's the sorry, sorry. That says but the evidence if they're not alike in any of the manners is still okay. But the evidence. All right, so we come out. Chavchila should be alike in all regards, but the evidence okay if they're not. The same way we learn this type of drasha by the by the two hegots of Yom Kippur, we have a similar drasha by the lambs that the mitzvah uses. Mitzvah brings carbonos on the eighth day, and it says in the pasuk on the eighth day of his purification, the Torah says you should bring two lambs. So me kvasim shnayim can have the same mamish the same drasha. The Torah would have just said he should bring lambs. I would have known intuitively it's two because the minimum of a plural number is two. So why does the Torah have to say two? The answer is your name shoving because both of them have to be alike. It's coming to say they should be the same. How do I know? But the Eved, even if the two of them are not alike, they're still but the Eved. Okay. The Torah says keves keves. It says twice the word keves to say to be mavri. Even if they're not alike, it's still okay. So we analyze the Brahsa. It sounds like it's only okay with the Eved because the Torah said the word Kavas twice. If the Torah wouldn't have said that, I would have said it's no good. But I would say it's even Ma'akiv Bidi Eved. If the two lambs of the Mentorah are not, are not the same, I would say it's Ma'akiv, it's not good. I would have thought that. Why would I have assumed that? Because the Torah said once that it should be Shnei, that they should be similar. So again, very, very similar Shakavataya. So the Gemara answers, I would have said, yeah, but by Mitzorah, it says the word Tihiyah. Zos Tihiyah Torah Mitzorah. What does Tihiyah mean? This it should be. Meaning, this is the only way it can be. I would have said that language is, is like a preface that the laws of Mitzorah are ma'akit. So if the Torah then goes on to say, Shinei, that there has to be similar karbanos, so I would have said, that's the din, that's ma'akit. That the Tihiyah, that the requirements of, for Mitzorah are ma'akit. So the Torah had to go out of its way to say, Keves a bunch of times to say that it's okay even if they're not similar. Now that it ends up being kosher b'tiyavet, even if they're not the same, because the Torah said keves keves, so tia lamali. So why did the Torah have to say tia? If we end up being marbe, that it's good even if they're not similar b'tiyavet, so why did the Torah say tia? So the Torah says, L'sharav Yosho for the other details that the Mitzorah has, meaning like, let's say, the Torah has all these other halachas, you know, and he has to be lakach shnei, you know, he has the whole hyssop thing and he sprinkles him like all the other avodas are ma'akiv. The tia is going in general that the avodas, the seder of the purification process is ma'akiv. But the detail of shnei, that the two lambs that he takes should specifically be the same, on that particular detail, it's not essential, it's not ma'akiv. So mamish, the same type of halacha that ends up by mitzvah, lachachila, his two kvasim should be the same. But but yeah, but they're okay if they're not. A third place where we find this says the Gemara of Tanikam Now we find the same thing by the Mitzor. When we were just talking about Mitzor, so the answer is we were just talking about Mitzor on the eighth day of his purity. But what happens a week before, right after Mitzor Mochlad is pronounced that he's good to go? First, there's a process to start the purity, not to end the purity. You start the purity where there's two birds, right? One is slaughtered, mixed with water, sprinkled on him. The other one is sent away. It's actually very interesting because it's not much a parallel to Yom Kippur. One is slaughtered and one is sent away. Like very uncanny, obviously, like the the overlap, and that's the way he begins his 
his purity. So anyways, the Torah says he should take the birds. He should take two birds. So Tziparim, if he's going to say birds, we know the minimum number in the plural word of birds is two. So Matam Elomar why does the Torah have to say you should take two birds? I mean, no, it's intuitively it's two birds. She must be the Torah saying she's shame Shabbos. They have to be alike. I mean, I'm Shabbos, she's Shabbos, she So how do I know that the evidence is okay even if they're not alike? It says bird a bunch of times in the Pasuk to say that but the Eved, it's okay even if they're not, even if the birds are not the same. For Ekti Gumara, time of the Rabbi Rahman, it sounds like it's only okay but the Eved, because the Torah wrote Siparim so many times to say it's okay even if they're not alike. Allah Rahman Absolus. Had the Torah not included it, I would have said it's possible. The question is, why would I have thought that it's Ma'akim? We're learning Kacha, if it only says it once, I would say it's preferable. So why do I need the Pasuk to say that it's okay with the Eved? The answer is, because it says those Tiyatars and Matsar. So I would say that everything that's said is Ma'akev, including the fact that the birds have to be the same. So therefore the Torah had to go out of its way to say that it's okay with the Eved if the birds are not the same. Now that the Torah said the word Tzipar, that it's okay with the Eved even if they're not the same. So then why do I need the Torah to say, what is Tiyah saying? The answer is the Shavi Yosef For some of the other details, as we said already previously, it's going on the other details, but on the fact that the two birds of the Mitzvah that, that he uses should be the same, that in a Hanami there's no such halacha, they don't necessarily have to be the same. So we end up with three places in the Torah where the two animals are specified, Shnei, and there's a Din L'Chatzchila, they should be the same, but if they're not the same, it's okay. The two Higots on Yom Kippur, the two lambs that the Mitzvah brings on his eighth day, and the two birds that the Mitzvah uses to begin his purification process. So, what about a fourth place? By the morning and afternoon, we could say the same thing. It says, bring lambs. And the minimum amount of, of, of lambs is two. The Torah didn't have to say two. And it still said, right? It said, it said this idea. So, why is it saying Shnayim? So, it must be, it's coming to say, both of them have to be, should be the same. And, and how do I know that the evidence is good? Because it says Kavis twice. But ideally, we shall walk away with the conclusion that for the carbon tamid, the morning and afternoon tamid, they should be the same exact height and weight and so on and so forth. And, and what's our question? We never find that. So the Gemara is basically saying, why don't we make that rush over there? It says Shnayim. Unnecessarily, it says Kvasim, it says Shnaim. So you can say the same Joshua, that it's same Shnaim to say that they should be the same. How come we never find such halacha by the Karman Tamid? That the morning and afternoon Tamid, we never find that, that they should be the same. So why not? So the Gemara says, because there it tells us a different Joshua. The word Shnaim over there comes to tell us a different din. It says in the Bible, Shnaim Ayom, there are two for the day. That means Kenegar Ayom. It means that it should be opposite the day, meaning it's Shechted, the direction of the Shechita should be right opposite where the sun is shining. So, we'll see what that means in one second. But it, um, anyways, first the price continues. Maybe it means just the basic idea that you have a chobah to bring two each day. But the Pasuk also says one lamb in the morning, one lamb in the afternoon. So clearly I know it's two in the day. So that's, that's clear from the Pasuk. So why does it say shnaim layom? That's extra. So it's coming to know that Yishchita should be opposite where the, the sun is shining. We're, we're translating yom here. It's an interesting usage of the word yom. Yom is referring to the sun. It's an interesting usage. Ketad, how do I fulfill shechting keneged the sun? What does that mean? So they used to have, remember, the different rings that were lined up in front of the, uh, in front of the Mizbech, in the north of the Azara, between the back of the Mizbech and the wall. There were the rings that were set up, and they would use the rings. They would 
put the animal down and, and lock it in place, secure it in place, and the rings, and the rings were lined up, there were 24 of them for all the mishmaros. So the, 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 those were for most karbanos, but for the carbon tamid, the morning tamid, the afternoon tamid, there was a specific ring where they would, where they would put the secure the animal in shaft. Which ring? Ketzad. The morning tamid was always shachted in the northwest. Why? Because the sun is in the east, so the, the rays are shining towards the west. So I position it in the west, and then I, 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 I point it towards the east, and I get the uh, shechita, can I get the rays of the sun? The second rows of the ring. There were three rows. Uh, there were four rows. Um, four rows of six. That's how we got the twenty-four. So we're doing it on the second row, um, and all the way in the in the, in the morning tummy in the in the in the northwest, facing with his neck facing the east. It's going to be opposite the rays of the sun. And in the afternoon, northeast corner. Again, on the second second ring, um, we would we would shecht it there all the way in the east, and we would turn the neck facing the west. And that's how it would be makayim the din shnayim layom opposite the rays of the sun. So we're saying the din shnayim is not coming to say that they should be the same appearance because we're using the word shnayim for something else completely. We're using the word shnayim to teach that uh, they should be similar. But in a chanami, I'm, I'm sorry, we're using the word shnayim layom to teach us that um, shnayim layom that they should be shafted opposite the rays of the sun. So therefore, it's not really an extra thing. It's an interesting thing, because the word shnayim isn't really being used so well. It's more the hayom, but I guess that phrase shnayim hayom went together. So that's our answer. You don't have such a din by the carbon tamid, because there's no such extra pasuk. But Zalk Tegumar, an interesting conclusion. Musaf and Shal Shabbos, the two lambs that you bring on Shabbos, right? What's the carbon Musaf on Shabbos? Two lambs. The, 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 the idea that the Medrash says is that Shabbos, everything is double. So in the, on Shabbos, instead of bringing just on top of the morning tamid, you bring two lambs. Morning lamb is usually, morning tamid is usually one lamb. And Shabbos, on top of the morning tamid, you bring two lambs. So those two lambs that you bring for the Musaf, they should both be the same. Why is that? Because the Pasuk says, we're going to lean today, so you have the same drashash. Kvasim means the plural of blue, of two. So why does it have to say shnei kvasim? It's unnecessary to say shnei. Must be the Torah is coming to say shnei, that they should be the same. Okay, Kvaldik. So we end up with the fourth thing. Just not, it's not the Karman Tamid, it is the Musaf on, on Shabbos. Should the Khatrila be the same exact type of appearance of animals? Okay. Now we move on to Shkut Echotz. So Shkut Echotz, Pashas Nachremos, what is it? The idea is that when you have a carbon, so you're only supposed to shecht it in the base of Mikdash. And if you're supposed to bring it to the base of Mikdash and shecht it and you don't, Pesachal Moed Lo Evio. So it's a Chiv, right? It's a Chiv Karis, it's very bad. So, the, but, but the big thing is that it has to be Roy Lo'omoid. Roy Lo'omoid means like that's the Machayev. The Machayev is the Pasuk is emphasizing you should bring it to the Olmoid and shecht it, and you don't. So if you don't, that's why you're Chayev. So the Gemara says, Tan Let's say you have the two Higots of Yom Kippur that you shechted outside of the Azar. Are you Chayev for Shechut Echotz? So, Ashlo Higra Le'em. If you didn't do the Gorel, Chayev Al Shnei'em. You're chayav for both. It's a fascinating halacha. You're chayav for both. That's very interesting. But why? Because the, the, the goral hasn't yet been done. So if the goral hasn't yet been done, are they roi la'omoid? Are they fit right now to be a carbon inside? No, right? It's mechus the goral. So if it's mechus the goral, it's very strange that you're chayav achos. Because remember, the rule to be chayav achos is that this animal is roi la'pesach ha'omoid. Is that roi la'pesach ha'omoid? Why? When I say roi la'pesach ha'omoid, I mean it's roi right now to have that avodah deshchita done now in that la'omoid. You're in the wrong place. But before the Gorel, it's not right, 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 it's
after you already did the gorel, so nachayev al shem. If I shech the shel shem outside, I'm chayev. Why? It's right la almoy. It's supposed to have a shechita done inside the almoy, and you're not doing it there. You're doing it where outside. So you're chayev. Upater al shel zazel, but your pater about nazazel. Why? Because the azazel is not is not right la almoy. Azazel doesn't have an avoda that do, that's done inside the almoy. If I carry it, it's sent away and it's thrown off the cliff. So the azazel, if you shech bachot, your pater am shkotechot. So once the goral is done, very simple. outside your That's very simple. But what about the first part of the brisa? That was hard. Before the goral was done, so you just have two random chatos. That's all they are. They're not sar l'ashem They're just chatos. If you shech them outside your chayv, what are they fit for? Meaning right now it's not right lo so the Gemara explains, Amar of Chista, Ha'ul v'roi la'tzara ha'nasa b'chutz. The roi for the sara ha'nasa b'chutz. What does that mean? Part of the Musaf on Yom Kippur, besides for the Shnei Siyirim, you know, like we're talking about in Avodas Ayom that's done earlier with the Sara la'ashem la'tzara la'zazo, in the carbon Musaf, there's another he-goat. There's a Siri Izimech al-achatas. So you need a he-goat for the, for the Musaf. That doesn't need a gorel. You just need a he-goat. So each of these hegos that were designated for achatas before the goral, they could theoretically be used for the carbon mosaf. So therefore, they're roi lo'omoy. So if they're not mechaev of shechting them bachot, isn't because, oh, this is the sar la'ashem, this is the sar la'ashem, because it's not. Before the goral, they're not. They don't have a shame of roi lo'omoy. It's not right for the avod of sar la'ashem. In order to become a roi la'avod of sar la'ashem, you need a goral. Before the goral, it's not roi in that sense. It's not fit for that. But what the Gemara is saying is that it's fit to be the he-goats that's needed for the Musaf. That doesn't require any special goral or anything. So since it's right to be used in the, in the Olamoid for the, for the he-goat Musaf, therefore you're chayav. Why are we saying that you're not chayav? Else the fact that it could have been the Sar Lashem, because it was missing the lottery. If it's missing the, the lottery, then right now it's not right lavoda. So it's also not fit right now for the, for, for, for the, to be the Sar of the Musaf, because we're not up to the Zman of, of Shechting the Musaf. The Musaf is not done until after all the Avodah Sayyom. We're not up to the Avodah Sayyom yet. We're holding way before that. Right? We didn't even do the Gorel yet of the, of the Higuts. So it's not the Zman, it's not the time yet of bringing the carbon Musaf. So we're saying, why are you saying you're Chayav if you Shech Bachotz? Because it's Roy to be the Sir Izim that I need for the Musaf. But it's not the Zman of the Musaf yet. So how is it, O Pesach Mo'ilo of that there's a Machayev to Shechtas inside and I'm not doing that. There's no Machayev to Shechtas inside at this point. It's not the Zman of the Karban Musaf. So I shouldn't be Chayev at all because it's not right to be Lasar Lashem because there was no Goral. And it's not right to be the series of Mechalachatas of the Karban Musaf because it's not the Zman yet. It's not the right time frame. So I should be totally Potter if I Shechta Pachotz. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, There's no Din of Mechuzer Zman on that day. What does that mean? It means that it's not called, that it's not fit to be brought as a carbon just because it's not the right time yet. So if it would be that it's the wrong day, let's say tomorrow it's, it's time for Avodah, and I'm shechling it before the right day, that would be a Mechusser's man. It's as a shame of Mechusser's man, and if it's a shame of Mechusser's man, if I shechled Bachutz, I'd be Potter. But Anyum Kippur, even though it's not the, if it's the right day, even though it's not the right man, and it's talking about it might be Ma'akif, I might not be kosher if I brought it, but the shame of the carbon itself is not a Mechusser's man. It's, it, the Seder of Yom Kippur is ma'akev. There's a din chukah, it might not be good. But the shame of Chusr's man that the animal is not roi la'omoid, it doesn't have. Well, it's a very subtle point the Gemara is making. 
In order to say that your potter, if you shech the pachot, because it's not roi la'omoi, the animal has to be labeled and defined as not being roi la'avoda. If it's the right day, just it's not, that we're not up to the right part of the avoda that it's meant to be used, then the animal is not defined as not being roi la'avoda. Punkta, I can't do the avoda yet, because it's not up to the right thing. So else being lasar la that I, that I need for the musaf, it wouldn't be mechaiv me for shechting pachot. But as being Hashem, it's not because it's missing a Misa of Agoral. So it's not Roy as being Sarl Hashem, but it is Roy of being, of being what? The series of Mechalachata Sulamosa. Very Gishmakatarans. Says Gemara Marvino, Hashem, Mechalachas are Misa. We said it's not Mechayev, Alsa Sarl Hashem, because it's missing the Goral. So when we see Mechusar Goral's Mechusar Misa, Hadam Ravudar, Mechmul, Shem Shachlu comes to Shinifta without Zechel Psulam. We have a halacha that the Shlamim is not kosher until the doors of the Hechel are open. Why? I, you don't even do anything in the Hechel in the Shlamim. You shaft it all in the Azar, you do it all in the Azar. The answer is Shinamar, Vishachlu Pesach, or Moed. You shechted by the Pesach of the Olamai. What does it mean, Pesach? The Shlomim is only good if the Shlita is done at the time that the doors are open, not when they're closed. So what would happen? Top of What would happen if I shechted Bachutz before the doors were open? So I have a Shlomim, and I'm bringing it outside the base of Mikdash before the doors of the base of Mikdash were open. Chayah for Shkutechutz or Patah for Shkutechutz? On the one hand, it's totally right. I could totally bring it inside, right? No problem to bring it inside. On the other hand, there is, because the doors aren't open. But that's not such a big deal. But now that we said, Mechusar Goros, Mechusar Maisa, so so do we, it's Mechusar Maisa. So therefore, Potter, your Potter, it's not, there's no Mechayev of Shkutei Chotz. My time is Mechusar Psicho, Mechusar Maisa. If it's missing the opening of the gates, it's Mechusar Maisa. The Shlomim is not called Roy Lavoda. So the bottom line is, to be Chayev of Shkutei Chotz, it has to be Roy Lavoda. What's defined as being Roy Lavoda? Certainly, if the animal itself is something about it that's not Roy Lavoda, it's no good. But we're, we're learning the Chiddush here in Rav Chista, is that like even things that are like extra from the animal itself, the doors of the Hechel weren't open. Or, 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 or you have like the, the Goro wasn't done for the Sar Lashem. Those are small Mechusar Maisas. Those are also called that the animal is not Roy Lavoda. But if it's just Mechusar's man, that is called Roy Lavoda. You could be Chayev outside the fact that it could have been the Sar the for the Muslim.